Oh man, it's time again. Can you feel it? It's time for Don's Pinball Podcast. We got episode number 66 here. We've got Stern Production updates. We've got news and rumors that I'm going to cover. We got some information from Spooky Pinball from the stream last night. I've got all of that information and more. Let's get hyped. What's going on, everybody? My name is Don Garrison. I have a pinball podcast, and I thought, you know what, today I wanted to do an episode. So that's what I'm going to do, because that's what I do here for you. When I have information that I want to share, when I want to hear the sound of my own voice, when I want to record, I do a show and I put it out for y'all. So what's up, listeners? Thank you. I'm here only due to your efforts, and I have some information to get through today here. So did anybody catch the spooky pinball stream from last night? Bug is doing a weekly stream on Twitch, and it's fantastic. They do giveaways. He plays through the spooky games, and what I like about his streaming is that he's actually able to share tales from the production of the game, and then at the end, he also does a Q&A session, which is fantastic, and we did get some interesting little tidbits out of that last night. So they were streaming Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, the spiritual successor to the cool layout that Scooby-Doo has. The upper play field, the castle sculpts, all that business. A little bit of a brutal game, but like what a great theme integration for Alice Cooper. If you're at least a tangential fan of that game or that artist, I mean, what a fun, what a fun thing it is. I did a little history with Alice Cooper. I went to one of his haunted houses back in Phoenix back in the day and saying Clown Posse was inside the haunted house and you got to meet and greet them. It was a fantastic thing. So thanks for throwing that together, Alice. Anyway, a game that's been on my radar, a fun game to play, a great uh, stream to watch, man. He was he was doing his best to blowing this game up way better than I ever had. Heck, I didn't even know they had that little magnet between the flippers there that throws the ball upfield. So in the process, though, of watching the stream, uh, Spooky Luke was in the comments as well. And, you know, I've alluded to it before. I was just at the factory talking to these guys. You know, they've got three games or so in production right now. They've been able to cop to that. People have been drilling me for information and rumors regarding their next title, and they are tight-lipped. And I'm not pressing them too hard about it when they get ready for it. They'll get ready for it. I don't have any insider information on their next game other than the fact that these guys um, are very excited about revealing it, which makes me excited to have it revealed to me so I can see what the heck it is. Um, but, uh, what he did, uh, allude to there is that the game is finished as far as, you know, the layout shots, probably code as well, well along. It's probably ready to be released once they are ready to release it. So that is one thing that's, uh, you know, exciting for us. Uh, the other thing he did mention, this was new, was that, um, I, I did ask them like, you know, have you already decided on the production numbers of this next game? Or is that still, you know, in flux? I figured they'd feel comfortable releasing that. And they did. Well, they said that, yes, they do know the addition size of this next game, and it may surprise us. So let's extrapolate on that a little bit. That can mean one of really two things. Either they're going to pull back the numbers that they're going to release, maybe do a run of another 500 games or 750 instead of just, you know, continue to expand on their numbers or they're going to go the opposite direction and 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 this is going to be like much larger you know 5,000 run or something would seem a little little out of character for spooky but uh maybe instead of just saying it's going to be like a, a huge addition number what if this is the first spooky title other than uh, uh total nuclear annihilation that has an open 
run, open production run, where it's not capped? You know, how about that? Are they going to do anything changing um, the the breakdown of the collector's edition versus bloodsuckers versus standard edition? Um, you know, I've kind of asked them that before recently. They said no. They do like having their kind of you know, open edition selections and you choose within, you know, that build, uh, you know, how many of whatever they will be will be based on demand, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so it could be one of those things. So would they come out with a game that's maybe a little more, a little more niche, you know, maybe something that they don't expect to do gangbusters and, and do us uh, over 2000 machines, you know, uh, whether that be something like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or a horror film, you know, or an Evil Dead or a Toxic Avenger or something like that, where, you know, yeah, it'll have its fans, but they're not expecting to sell 2,000 of them, and maybe that's why they'll pull back for this one. Maybe because they have three games in development, they kind of want to get to those other games, and they're like, hey, this is a, a great theme. We really want to make it. We're really passionate about it. We think it'll be a fun game. It may not be the commercial smash of a, a Scooby-Doo would be, um, so let's release this one now, and then let's go into, you know, a, a nine-month build cycle and then go to our next one. You know, so that would favor, you know, the, the small smaller production size if that's kind of what he was alluding to there otherwise if they're going to go for bigger or for open maybe that's will be the surprise so we'll see i think i'm leaning towards maybe this one being less than the 1969 edition of uh, scooby-doo's the 1969 that they're planning on uh, having for that edition size um, speaking to that, um, they were also saying that uh, they're going to go ahead and build scooby-doo's until they meet the demand plus some and then they'll go on to their next game. So I'm taking it from that to mean that they're not necessarily planning on building all 1,969. Now, they haven't released how many they sold, but I got to imagine, you know, with, with how quickly they're building, they're 28 games a week, over 100 a month now, and they're in the 900 range, you know, they'd probably have another four or five months of build. Um, that would put them at around 1,500 to 1,600 games sold, which for them, that would be the, the kind of the largest edition size that they've done so far. And they have said that they are happy with the numbers or where they're at. You know, so maybe they don't have to build all 1,969 to be successful for this project. And uh, that may leave them some room in the licensing for a future run down the road, which would give them some flexibility, some ability to pivot if, you know, they were ready to build their next game and their next game wasn't quite ready uh, to come out, they could pivot and run another 100 or so, you know, Scooby-Doo's, or build them in parallel like they've been doing with Total Nuclear Annihilation. So that was interesting. Uh, back to the stream itself, they were giving away uh, Alice Cooper translites and T-shirts. Um, so, you know, Squirrel Morgan was there in the chat, too, helping coordinate all that. So, you know, what a fun stream, you know, watching Bug play for 90 minutes, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, and getting to modes that I've never seen um, just because of his familiarity and 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 just all around general better pinball skill than I have. Uh, but also people were, you know, guessing what his score would be. And then whoever got closest without going over, Bob Barker rules, got themselves a translate. So that was fun. So check, they're going to do a weekly stream of this. All right. Also, they announced something interesting. They announced that they're going to stream their next game, Rick and Morty, this Saturday. So sooner than a week. So there's another cool stream coming up. Also, they're having a change of venue. They're actually coming to my house, Don Garrison's Game Dungeon, to stream Rick and Morty. They're going to stream my Rick and Morty here on Saturday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Holy garbage, man. I better let my wife know. we got to get things uh, spiffed up around here. Uh, but, yes, the Spooky Pinball folks are now coming to the Don Garrison Memorial Worldwide Broadcasting Headquarters of Don's Pinball Podcast to the Game Dungeon uh, to stream Rick and Morty. That's going to be fantastic. Um so look for that on Twitch. Look for that at 5 p.m. Central Time this Saturday, Memorial Day weekend. It's a blowout, everybody. Um, so I'm excited to have the house guests come by, and we'll have everything spoofed up and working in good condition. Oh, and also, may I remind you, gentle listener, that I do have one of those uh, rumored 
uh, fabled Jerry ramps installed on my uh, Rick and Morty. So if you want to get some live stream action of what it's like playing Rick and Morty with that special access tunnel built in through the Jerry target up to the portal, come check it out. I think it's awesome and adds a lot of fun gameplay. I can't wait to get their take on it. Apparently they haven't been able to play one yet, so we're all very excited for that. So yay, Spooky, there's some more information for you. Okay, so what else has been going on? Um, I was scrolling the interwebs last night uh, through the socials and Pinball Brothers uh, made a post where, you know, they're, they're celebrating their new release, Queen, you know, trying to drum up some, you know, support and keep it relevant. And so they posted somebody's, a uh, picture of somebody's machine where they had taken some little Queen action figures and put them up on the top of the back box. Like some people do, you know, it's fun to decorate our games. Um, and then that led to a discussion on people saying, oh, good, maybe this is a rumor that the Queen Topper is coming. And somebody else is like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, I wouldn't mind an alternative translate because the one that shipped with it is kind of plain to me. And then there were just all these, like, you know, comments and suggestions suggestions from from uh, queen owners and other uh, you know pinball fans and things and then finally pinball brothers was like all right we're taking all this into consideration we're writing it all down so uh, you know maybe they'll get going on some accessories for queen i mean who doesn't love a good topper um hopefully they have one that's already been in development and they're not scrambling to throw one together um but are we going to see a queen topper come from the pinball brothers would be interesting of course um who doesn't like an alternative translate um you know that does go back to you know licensing i think hampers that a bit because anything you decide to do however cool it is has to be approved by the license holder and you know what they have now is art that's already been known to be approved so that's probably why they went with it so it's kind of fun seeing, um, you know, Pinball Brothers say like, okay, we're writing all this down. You know, we want to get to this. Uh, so it'd be nice to see them to, you know, persist and, and bring out accessories and things that are interesting and relevant for the people that have the Queen Pinball machine. I'm going to get more to Pinball Brothers here in a bit when we get to the Expo Talk. Now, what else? Uh, let's go with Stern. Everybody loves a Stern production update. So what's going on today, uh, September 1st, 2023? Well, at the new Stern factory, Venom Pros are supposed to be being put together today. Today is the day um, unless something changed or I, I misheard that uh, the Venom Pros are in production for locations right now. So uh, we also heard it rumored that instead of just doing these short little burst runs that they do initially with a cornerstone release and then going on for, you know, a more robust run later, they're going to go ahead and beef up this run now. So they might run all of the initial pros right now, not just the ones for locations. And that may be due to the increased capacity they have at this new factory. It may be due to the simplicity of the Venom design, um, but uh, we will be seeing pros go out soon. So if you've got a pro on order, if you've got a location, there's probably going to be a Venom showing up like maybe this week. Like, like like Tuesday, you might have a machine to go play at your local location. So that is exciting. New pinball is always fun. So there'll be Venom Pros out on location with seven days or less, man. If they're if they're running off the line today, they're going into boxes. And, you know, Kingpin's probably already got their uh, their U-Haul backed up to the loading dock, waiting to take one of these first, lo first builds out to location in Madison. So we will look for that this weekend. Um, so that'll be exciting. Memorial Day release. How fun. New pinball. Following that in, uh, well, it is September. Uh, the next few weeks, once they're finished with the initial run of pros, they're going to run all their LEs and get those out. Are they going to run all 1,000? Do they sell all 1,000? I've seen some available from distributors. Um, a couple of those, you know, one left. But, uh, you know, I will see the LEs run out. And then the premium buyers, which I include myself in. I can't wait to get this game with this new approach to the code where you can uh, you know, build up your experience levels, play through the game, unlock a character, play through the game again, unlock a character, do it a third time, and then say, okay, 
<laughs> now it's time to offer this one up for sale because it'll be time for the next game. So there's our production updates for what's going on with Stern Pinball. Still uh, to be questioned, however, is the opening in November and December. Now, uh, initially, ah, it must have been just only three months ago, the production schedule was calling for uh, a run of Deadpools, a run of Star Wars's prior to Christmas, um, some Godzilla premiums, and then uh, I think some bonds as well for that November-December region. Then a lot of that got booted over to uh, January and Q1 2023, or 2024. Opening up a big hole for November and most of December, where I think the only thing remaining now is the Godzilla premium run in December. So uh, there's going to be another game from Stern, and they haven't announced yet what it is. When will they announce what it is? Well, probably at Expo. I'll get to that in a moment. Um, but uh, that looks like uh, what we can expect from Stern. I think we're going to see another new game from Stern. I don't think it would be a cornerstone. It may be another boutique title. Um, but let's get to talking about the pinball market in general. That's a good segue for that. So I was playing around on Pinside and looking at the market. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of new games coming out, uh, which is a great thing for the hobby. But, you know, you reach a point where you need to sell one to get one. And that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm looking over there at Foo Fighters down the line. Um, a fun game. It's modded pretty well. I like it. I'm still waiting on some lights and things. But it may become time to flip this game. And I'm not the only one thinking that. I was on the Pinside Marketplace last night, and I was, <laughs> I was pretty shocked that there are currently 26 Foo Fighter premiums listed for sale uh, on Pinside right now. Now, over the last year, you know, for new Cornerstone releases like this, you would see some pop up from distributors, you know, new in box, MSRP, and then a couple here and there, you know, hey, I modded this out. Here it is for 500 bucks more if you don't want to wait. But now, like, people are dumping these things. They're, they're, the market is fairly saturated with Foo Fighter premiums um, if you want to get one. So if you didn't get one at launch and you're looking for a deal, um, right now, rather than MSRP, I mean, you could slide in and get one for a slight discount, maybe even with a couple of modifications to it. And I think that speaks to the fact that this game came out, we've all played it. And we're looking at these new games that are coming. Um, you know, Pulp Fiction will be coming soon. Um, Scooby's out right now at a deal. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other new game releases right around the corner that we're anticipating. So, yeah, the, the market has definitely changed from where it was even three months ago. Um, and just for funsies, I went over and looked at the Bond 60th uh, edition. Now, that was a limited edition of 500 uh, machines that were made. They were sold for $20,000 MSRP on Stern's site, $22,000 with tax and shipping. And then it was call for price for distributors. I think they were paying around $15,000 as a rumor I heard. And then it was just kind of get what you can get for it. Um, initially, when it was announced, I was getting offers on the sly for about $17,500 from distributors. That would pocket them about $2,500 cash just for doing the drop shipping. Um, but the, you know, the market is really spun on that game. So, uh, Stern pinball sold 500 of these. There are currently, let's see, 10 of them on pin side. One of them has a sale pending. And what shocked me was that this $20,000 MSRP game was listed at $12,999 or best offer for bond 60th with the topper. So prior to this, I did see one that was posted for around $14,000, but it was without that topper, which is, you know, sold, sold out currently. Who knows if they're going to make any more, but they may, um, you know, but somebody pulled the topper off, was planning on selling that for, you know, $2,000 or something, and then a $14,000 game. And that seemed like a deal. Now to see one for sub $13,000 complete with the topper right now, absurd, sir. Um, the, there's a ton listed there that are $15,000 or below. Um, you know, there's another guy's got one for sale for $14,000 with modifications saying he's going to take a bath on this, but he's time to uh, ready to flip it. 
So what does this all mean? So obviously, you know, Stern has been grabbing the cash when the cash is good. And I don't hate the hustle. I respect it. I mean, I would do the same thing. You know, if, if I come across, you know, some, some money on the table there uh, in exchange for a little bit of work and we can negotiate, I mean, have at it, man. Free market it up in this capitalistic society that we have. It's how we buy new pinball machines. Um, but uh, from Stern's perspective, they sold all 500 of these games. They sold them for $15,000 to $20,000, and I think they were happy to the bank and you know, mission accomplished. Um, for everybody else, there was quite a premium to have this game at launch if you wanted to be the one to open that thing in box back in the day when it was super relevant, right? Um, and the cost for that seems to be between five and $6,000 in lost value on flipping. Now, you may say that that's a cost of doing business. I wanted this game. I got it. I was happy. I got $6,000 of enjoyment out of it. Now I'm ready to sell it so I can you know, beef up my game room with something else. Okay, fine. You know, that's how it goes. If you really wanted this game, if you're a Bond dude, um, it is a cool game. I mean, the game itself is fun to play. Uh, you know, I've played it on about four locations. Um, everywhere I've played it, it's played fantastically. It's a simplified version, kind of a throwback, you know, which had me a little bit trepidatious at first. Um, but man, it, it, it does flow well. The shots are fun. The game is challenging and engaging. Um, and I do like playing it. Just played it at uh, Electric Bat Arcade in Tempe, Arizona. If you're in the region want to check it out, cool place to go play Bond 60th. Um, the topper light integrations are fine, I think. Um, the topper itself was overpriced, but hell, who, what's my opinion matter? Because it's already selling for twice the cost. Um, you know, but it, Bond 60th is a fun game. If you missed it the first time around because the price was absurd, um, you can now pick one up for a song. Um, you know, we used to joke uh, back in the day about the 10K by Christmas, right? You know, the, the idea there being that games were, were selling for much less than that, and it would be ridiculous to see a pinball machine uh, go for $10,000 or more. But now I think, you know, are we going to see Bond 60? It's 10000 by Christmas, you know? Well, there'll be a liquidation sale at the end of the year where people are selling these things for sub $10,000. Where is this game going to end up? And I think we're going to get an idea of that in the next six to nine months of where this game's going to do long term. Are these going to be trading for $8,500, $8,900, um, just like a, a Stern Premium like Foo Fighters is right now? Is that the value of the game? That's what we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, it was interesting seeing that. If you want this game and you miss it the first time around, you can go and pick one up. It's still a cool game to play. And at that price, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be bad at you, right? $12,999 or best offer for this game, complete with the topper. I mean, you got to think. Uh, yeah, that, that may be worth going on um, for certain folks. Okay, let's get the fun stuff now. We are in the eve now that it is September of fall of spooky season of Pinball Expo, Expo, Schaumburg, Illinois. I was trying to spit out too many words at once there. Um, so uh, I'm getting hyped for Expo, man. Um, there's a ton of events that are going to be going on, a panel discussion that I'm in, involved in. Um, I'm in a wildly different position than I was like just a year ago at this time when I went to my first Expo. So very excited for that. What games are we going to see released at Expo? Are we going to see games released at Expo? Yes, dear listener, I'm here to confirm the rumors and say that, yeah, we're going to see something. What exactly isn't quite clear yet, but let's do the speculation game because that is what we do around here. So running down the list, um, we got one month. Yeah, next month. Expo's next month. Middle to the end of the next month. Um, we will probably see, according to the rumors, 
uh, Pinball Brothers may have their next game, their follow-up to Queen. I remember a year ago, Queen was just released. They had it set on only two balls to try to get through as many people as possible to play the game. That's the only place I've been able to play it so far. But are they going to be ready to release their next game? And what is it? You know, now they partnered with Pedretti Gaming. Um, are we going to see the remakes now from them? Are we going to see a brand new IP? Are we going to see them, you know, do something classic? I haven't heard rumors of what quite they have coming out yet, but there is some rumors. Game traction that pinball brothers may be ready for their follow-up to queen to release at expo they've got the new production facilities they've done a lot over the last year as far as you know the the outlook and the change in the makeup of the company you know where they partnered their production facilities and everything so yeah that would be very interesting to see which game they're going to put chrome ramps in next right dear listener so uh we got pinball brothers up stern has that big production hole in november december and, you know, if you were going to throw a game into production in November, put them in boxes and get them out into arcades, I kind of think that late October would be a great time to release it. So, you know, classically, we haven't seen Stern really stick to uh, conventions, at least not in the last two or three years I've been paying attention. Um, as far as releasing games, you know, having them ready to go right for an expo. But we did see it with Comic-Con. They struck where the iron was hot with Venom. So they may go ahead, and I wouldn't be surprised to see something revealed um, from Stern um, at Expo in October next month, you know, about five, six weeks from now. So that is super exciting. What would we see? I think it's a little too early for another Cornerstone release, having Venom just released. Um, but, you know, Kapow title, Boutique title, um, another run of Supreme. Who knows? You know, something. But, you know, something's got to go and fill in that production schedule. I haven't known Stern to have their uh, production line quiet. So something is going to be run in November, December, and I think we're going to see it at Expo. And I'm hype and excited for that. As I hear rumors as they come in, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and let you guys know. But, I mean, uh, so far what I've heard from supposedly credible sources everything's kind of all over the place. I mean, think of any rumor that you've heard and I've heard it too. Everything from, you know, Pokemon to uh, Top Gun to, you know, any, any other recent movies. So it's, it's hard to even speculate since there's, you've heard like everything, you know, any theme you can imagine has been rumored. It seems like for Stern at this point, I'll let you know if something solidifies up, you know, or if I get you know permission from some insider to talk about. Um, but I'm excited to see what we'll find there. It, it, it's fun to be surprised too, I think. Um, Jersey Jack. So I've been speculating kind of on that. I've been following the Godfather sales and everything. Um, I need to jump on Pinside and see what the used market on the LEs is. Uh, so the collector's edition for Godfather, I still think it's pretty early to see them start to flood the secondary market because the primary buyers haven't got them yet. But I think by the time Expo comes around, a lot, if not all of them, will have received their orders of the collector's edition. And if the market still has a lot of supply of the limited edition for Godfather, we're going to see another situation where the production line is slowing down and something needs to go on there. And so if something's going to go on there, you know, Q4, Q1 of 2024, we may see an announcement also from Jersey Jack at Expo. How awesome would that be? Stern with an announcement, Pinball Brothers with an announcement, JJP with an announcement. Um, I think that's actually plausible. Like, like that's, that's, that's thickening up like some pudding that's been sitting in the fridge, dear listener. Um, we know for sure that Pinball Adventures is going to have their follow-up to Punny Factory out. Elements, I'm excited about this game. It's a game where you're battling different elements. I think you pick a character that's represented by an element and fight them or something. I haven't had all the rules explained to me just yet by a friend of the show, Andrew McBain, but that should be coming. What I am excited about, though, is this guy is doing some, 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 some outside-of-the-box thinking here. Uh, there's going to be a topper with 
uh, elements and it's going to be an LCD screen and it's going to have two extra speakers up there for a total of like five speakers, right? Two back box, two topper speakers and one in the cabinet. Uh, I'm excited to see exactly what's going on with there. So, so we will see um, some activity at the pinball adventures booth um, at expo. So that that's four companies now CGC, right? Pulp Fiction's coming. Now we knew that we knew that they had to release the information for Pulp Fiction back in March due to contractual obligations. Really the way it works with the licensing is there's a, there's a hard date that this game has to be publicly available by, or kind of everything in the contract goes back into negotiation, right? So, um, they were kind of, you know, forced to go ahead and release the information in March. They had that great video that straight down the middle did, um, you're just covering, you know, like the best kind of launch you could have, but then, you know, crickets, the game wasn't quite ready for production yet. But it will be. So uh, Josh Sharp recently announced, um, got a podcast live stream somewhere along the line, that last he had heard, games were due to be going into boxes as soon as October. So that's a big update from what I was planning on, um, you know, Pulp Fiction going into development like March next year, right? Um, So I I don't know where we are with that. You know, a lot of things change as the weeks go by. But we may see Pulp Fiction's um, going out um, around October. Now they may be trickling at first. Um, I don't know if they're going to do a run of, you know, machines for operators first, uh, demo machines working through the kinks in the line before they get to their limited editions with that stellar topper. Where are we at with topper parts? Is everything in stock ready to be put together? Have they already been assembled or are they still on a slow boat from some, you know, far East, uh, Asian country waiting for components or something. I that I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. Chicago gaming seems to be pretty tight lipped about their their factory. I haven't heard any leaks or any information on where they are there. Um, but I, I think you know if that holds true, we're going to see something come out of the factory in October, and it may be followed by just a deluge of all the games. Like the whole run is going out. Um, I'm on the list for a standard edition. I'm expecting that to come after the limited. But who knows? Maybe they take the Jersey Jack approach where they, you know, they build all the plane cabinets first, the standard editions, plane. I mean, they got the same play field. They have almost all the things except for a little bit of embellishments. Um, so, you know, if that topper is held up, I think we would see the whole run of standard editions first and then the limited editions. That would not surprise me. Um, you know, but maybe production might last into March, but we may see those games coming out soon. So, other way, either way, there should be some more Pulp Fictions that we've been seeing, um, you know, on the floor at Expo. Um, from Chicago Gaming Company, Play Dynamics. It's kind of weird, this this dynamic. Like, I don't know who's really, like, in charge of the game. You know, was Play Mechanics just kind of a development arm and CGC is making it, or are they just contract building? Who knows? Um, but we'll see something. I don't know that we're going to see any new games released from them. I don't get that feeling at all. I'm not sure if they're done with the remakes. You know, I don't know if the license holder, this Planetary Pinball or whoever has partnered with somebody else, maybe Padretti. I, I just have no idea. Um but Pulp Fiction's coming soon. What's next? Dutch Pinball. So um, the rumor that I had heard was that Pinball Expo in Chicago would be the release of the next Dutch Pinball game, but it was going to be Expo 2024, right? So a complete a year from now, you know, the Lebowski builds would then go for another year, and then they would get into revealing their next game. Now I'm hearing whisperings that it may actually be this year. You know, uh, has production really finally caught up with Big Lebowski? Have all the early adopters been made whole? Will we see a new game revealed from these masters at Dutch Pinball who just knocked the first game design-wise out of the park? Implementation-wise, they seem to be in a much better area now. But I think there is a a somewhat chance. Um, I'll give this one, you know, maybe 40% chance of happening. But there could be another Dutch Pinball release at Pinball Expo, that's wild. That is wild. 
rumored to be the matrix last i heard who knows we'll see but uh, you know i'm excited based on you know mechanistically what they did with big lebowski um of what their next game would be all right what else do i got spooky pinball okay so um we know they're somewhere around the 900s with their production of scooby-doo we don't know how many they've sold i'm speculating it's probably between 1500 1600 um which if in the case at this current build quality they're going to have an empty line here in the next four to five months um so i don't think we're going to see a new game announced at expo for sure we won't do that but Texas Pinball Festival, maybe? That's the speculation I've got. Because um, that might jive right into um, when they would need to put another game into production. So we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun weekend, man. Memorial Day weekend is here. Fire up the barbecue. Let's end summer with a blast and then get into you know spooky pumpkin spice season. I'm ready for it. You're... At some point, I'll remember to hit the right button at the end of the show. Hey, thanks for joining me. This is just a, a show I decided to do today. I've got some information and I wanted to share, and I like to talk to you listeners. Thanks for reaching out. Don's Pinball Podcast at gmail.com is a great way to do it. I'm going to keep doing the live streams. We're going to have an amazing one tomorrow, tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Central Time. Be sure to tune in with me and the Spooky Boys. Later, everybody.